In part two of their season three finale, the Ricks continue their supersized game of loaded questions to put their memories of the past season to the test. All right, last Christmas, which of the following did not make Rick and Rick's list of top three holiday tech toys gone wrong? A, Play-Doh Pringles Stackables. B, Belly Ache Baby Yoda. C, the Tinker Tesla Cybertruck Design Studio. D, Cardi B's Holiday Twerk Shop. Or E, will the real Kyle Shanahan please stand up? Which of these did not make Rick and Rick's list of top three tech toys last Christmas? You know, the problem is every one of those sounds like something you legitimately would have asked me. <laughs> now, there were three toys that didn't quite make the list here, including what we'll call our top three best also-ran toys of holiday 2019. And number one, Rick, is Play-Doh Pringles stackables. So you can stack <laughs> blue and white and green Play-Doh Pringles to make a jalapeno popper stackable that tastes just like Play-Doh. Number two is bellyache baby. Yoda. So it's endless hours of colicky terror for your whole family. Last but not least, so number three of our top three also ran toys is the Tinker Tesla Cybertruck Design Studio. Kids four and up smoke pot while designing $40,000 vanity trucks. Comes complete with cast iron sledgehammer and ballistic steel shot put so kids can botch their very own product rollout. So I, I think I think it's probably the belly ache baby Yoda. No, that did make our list of top three holiday tech toys gone wrong. There are actually two answers in this one. So one was Cardi B's holiday twerk shop. So that was indeed something we talked about, but it was not on that particular list. And then the other, will the real Kyle Shanahan please stand up, comes from your story about Kyle Shanahan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our big Super Bowl episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by the Travis to my Kelsey, the Kyle to my Shanahan, the Jimmy to my Garoppolo, Rick Wooten. How you doing, Rick Wooten? I'm doing well. You know, you mentioned Shanahan. I got to tell you the story. I don't think I've told you the story yet so this is uh this is maybe two three weeks ago this is before um the 49ers had made it into the super bowl it was actually the game right before and i was sitting in a restaurant in in downtown los gatos and uh in walked somebody and everybody started kind of murmuring and and you know kind of uh responding to it and i looked over i had no idea who this person was <laughs> and so of course you know i'm asking the people uh that i'm with he's like why is everybody kind of freaking out? And they're like, that's Shanahan. And I was like, oh my God, that's cool. So I I, I turned, I took a picture, uh, I posted it to Facebook and I was like really excited. It's like, hey, look at this man. The coach of the 49ers came in and watched the football game with us. Well, showing my ignorance, I actually didn't take a picture of Shanahan. I took a picture of the guy next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Who pointed it out to you that you shot the wrong person? Uh, it, unfortunately, it was one of my good friends, uh, Joe. You know, he's like, dude, that is not Shanahan. Pan to the left. That is Shanahan. <laughs> like, holy crap. And so, yeah, so I felt like a like a complete idiot. Oh, this is this was this was amazing. And in fact, I am so bad for a moment when you started talking about this, I couldn't remember who he was. So I, I, <laughs> I know. All right, next question here for you. Which brand adapted to COVID by creating some six feet of cool space between people? Ah, it is the Dosecchi's Seis Foot Cooler. That is it. 
Dos Equis, thing I saw this in Travel and Leisure, so not that we would recommend that you hit the beach this 4th of July, but in case you do, hey, you've got some kind of responsible outing planned, Dos Equis is toasting this limited edition six foot long social distancing ice cooler so that when you and your buddy are carrying your drinks down to the beach, you are six feet apart. Now, I don't know how drinking beer through your face mask is going to work. I don't know. But anyway, I thought this was fun. And I guess it was a limited edition. You know, it was pretty clever. I, I liked it. It was, a, it was a great way to draw attention to the brand and at the same time show their support for, you know, the social distancing. Good going. Dos Equis. We'll drink to that. We need to take a quick break. So when we come back, we're going to continue our supersized edition of Loaded Questions, the season three finale edition. So stay tuned. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. Welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten here. Our game of loaded questions will resume in just a second. But before we lock and load here, Rick, we do want to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for ricking with us this past season and for being the best damn podcast audience anyone could ask for. So thanks to you. The show is living up to its name and we can't thank you enough. And Rick Wooten will be glad to know that I am not going to rattle off our top 50 countries this year. Enough said that we thank everyone for listening wherever you are around the globe. All right, let's go back to our game here of Loaded Questions. Your turn. Which character in, 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 in a franchise we both love might become bisexual? Lando Carizian in Star Wars, James T. Kirk in Star Trek, Neo in The Matrix, or Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious? Dominic, no, I'm just kidding. I believe the answer to this particular question is Captain Kirk, even though Lando Calrissian, no, I guess he was polysexual or something. Yes, pansexual. Yeah. But I think the answer is Captain Kirk. That is correct. According to We Got This Covered, Star Trek Strange New Worlds will focus on Captain Christopher Pike and his tenure aboard the Enterprise. There will, apparently, there are rumors that a pre-Captain James T. Kirk may play a role in this series and that CBS is toying with the idea of making the character bisexual. I guess that would explain why he calls Dr. McCoy Bones. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I didn't know how to take that at first when I first heard it. He was such a womanizer, but then I thought about it and it's like, you could almost see that. You know, if you look back at that show too, it seemed like there were a lot of hints of like BDSM in that show. Half the time they'd have Captain Kirk like half naked with like gear or something on, you know? Yeah, he was often tied up, wasn't he? Did people not say anything during the 60s? No one batted an eye and now they're saying the character's going to be bisexual? Eh, I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get away with a lot, but they got away with a lot. Yeah. I guess they had to be clever about it back then and just kind of do it under the radar or something. All right. In the third season of Rick and Rick Rule the World, the show got which of the following new sponsors? A, Task in San Francisco, premium quality luggage. B, Ambien AF, premium quality sleep inducer. C, Sniffables premium quality powdered candy with razor and cutting board. Or D, Quibi. Which of these brands became an official Rick and Rick sponsor in season three? Absolutely Task and SF. That's right. So answer is Task and SF. We haven't talked about this yet. So the company gave each of us a Task and One bag, and this thing has so much capacity. Yeah, you know, I use this on a on a weekend trip recently, and uh, I got everything in there for like three days. I had everything in there, my, all my uh, all my clothes, all my toiletries, everything was in there, and it it was pretty amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you again, Tuscan, for being a sponsor. And thanks again for the bags. All right. It's my turn, right? Your turn. Which movie franchise decided to up its game and possibly jump the shark into space? Ah, Fast and Furious. What number is it, though? Nine. 
I literally thought you were joking, Rick. So <laughs> F9, the latest installment of the Fast and Furious franchise, will co-star Ludacris and will take the action into outer space. Can't make this stuff up, folks. What is this? Yeah. What is the tagline? In outer space, no one can hear you snore? <laughs> You know, they're they're pushing this franchise, and to be honest with you, they've all been fun, but this one almost sounds like satire. I, I really couldn't believe it, but like you said, Ludacris uh, kind of dropped some hints around it that, you know, he, he's going to uh, be in outer space as part of the movie, so this could be fun. We'll see. Could you see them racing moon buggies? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they are all fun. I, I say in jest, you know, it's Snorfest. I always think, oh, brother, I'm not going to watch this one. And then whenever I do, I enjoy it. So uh, I'll end up watching that one as well. What is interesting is it's F9. And I don't know if you know this or recognize it at the moment, but F9 on a Macintosh keyboard opens Mission Control. That, yeah. I didn't know that. That's neat. All right. Which of the following did not rank among Rick and Rick's list of the top five commercials you did not see during Super Bowl 2020. A, Billy Ellish and Pharrell Williams sing an ode to CBS Comedy Mondays. B, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker in a spot for Monster.com. C, Sheriff Hopper turns a Stranger Things spot into a Tide commercial. Or D, the evil clown from It makes his return as host of Celebrity Apprentice. Which of these did not rank among Rick and Rick's list of the top five commercials you did not see during Super Bowl 2020? I'm going to guess it's A, the Billie Eilish one. No, I believe it was D. Pennywise, the evil clown from It, makes his return to TV as once again becoming the host of Celebrity Apprentice. And number five, Billie Eilish, the Grammy-winning artist behind Downerfest hits like Six Feet Under, Bury a Friend, and All the Good Girls Go to Hell, joins Pharrell Williams to sing Happy in a new promotion for CBS Comedy Mondays. <laughs> Number four on our top five commercials that you most definitely did not see during Super Bowl 2020. It's a commercial for job site monster.com featuring Joaquin Phoenix as the psychotic clown prince of crime, complete with his crazy hair and nutty face makeup, who oh, can't no. stop whining about having to start to look for a new career when he realizes just how disgusted America is at him and his corrupt co-conspirators in the Senate. <laughs> Number three on our list of spots that you did not see during Super Bowl 2020. In a rip-roaring new spot promoting season four of Netflix's hit series Stranger Things, Chief Hopper brings the frenetic action and eye-popping special effects to a screeching halt to inform us that it's a Tide commercial. <laughs> Number two on our list of the top five commercials you did not see at Super Bowl 2020, one featured Mike Pompeo making his debut as the new Pizza Pizza guy. <laughs> so when people ask how long it'll take to get their order, he screams at them and forces them to prove they can find their own house on an unmarked map. <laughs> That's awful. At number one, you heard about the whole Planters Peanuts thing about them killing off Mr. Peanut. Well, apparently, Planters must have stolen the thunder from a brand that makes our number one spot on our list of Super Bowl commercials that you did not see this year. It's described as thus. In a surprise move, Apple kills off a beloved brand icon when Siri suffers a fatal AI aneurysm after trying to process simultaneous voice commands from Bob Dylan, Cardi B, and Babu Frick. <laughs> So apparently the three of them have found themselves hopelessly lost driving around Beverly Hills looking for a party at Lizzo's. I could just imagine that.
In celebration of the season three finale, let's listen in to some memorable moments from seasons one, two, and three of Rick and Rick Rule the World. I've seen photos of you somewhere in a, a Jedi outfit like that, but I don't think you posted them online. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, well, and I wasn't wearing pants, and I am here, so that's a good thing. Hey, Rick. Yeah. I just know something. There's some breaking news. I think uh, Grimace will be playing the role of Carrie Fisher in the new movie. <laughs> After the successful debut. Yeah, Yeah, he made quite the impression at Comic-Con. Just refresh my memory. We decided not to do a Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom review, right? Yeah, we we basically decided that it would be like re-reviewing the second movie. So (laughs) we we didn't feel that that was necessary. I can't even get half a wrecked thumb up for that one. I mean, and the other thumb is just dangling here. It's like refracting. There's shrinkage (laughs) happening to my left thumb. It wasn't CGI. It was his son. His son actually played a bit piece, which was, you know, basically the 20-year earlier version of Lawrence Fishburne. No way. That is so cool. How do they look so much alike? I mean, I know why they look alike, but I mean, that's an extraordinarily... (laughs) All genetics. Yeah. Hey, why did it take so long for Spider-Man to die compared to everybody else? Because it was all improvised. <laughs> wait for it. Everybody wait for else, it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody else kind of froze, and then you know uh, they faded away. Not, not you know, Spider-Man. Spider-Man had this this dialogue, and it's because you know it was such a great line. It was such a great you know acting. They yeah. decided to work with it, put it in. There. Imagine if he said, "I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark." <laughs> oh no, that so. did it. I'm good. So. <laughs> I think that is awesome. We are just so awesome. Let's just say that right now. Let's just recognize <laughs> recognize that we are awesome. And number three for our top marketing and media predictions for March 2020. Popular beach beer brand Corona, still smarting from its unfortunately timed Coming Ashore Soon campaign, considers temporarily <laughs> rebranding itself as IHOB. <laughs> That's awesome. Grasp firmly under opportunities. NBC had a report that parents are naming their kids after their favorite Game of Thrones characters. This includes 560 baby girls in 2018 named Khaleesi. 2,594 were named Arya. And get this, 173,204 babies were named Hoder. (laughs) Totally kidding. Totally kidding. That'd be so funny. You know what his first word would be? Yeah, exactly. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by mon ami, Rick Wooten. That's a little French for you, Rick. I think it means my friend, or else, uh, did you remember to turn off the gas? I'm not totally sure. And so there is a song going around the internet right now. They call Poop in My Fingernails. I swear (laughs) I'm not making this up. Oh, frosted, lucky charms, hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers, and blue moon. Hour glasses, glasses, rainbow, rainbows, and tasty red gloves. Yeah, yeah. So apparently the the band is the toilet bowl cleaners. Joining me as always is Watashi no Yujin, Rick Wooten. It's a little Japanese there for you, Rick. It either means my friend or washing away your onions. I'm not totally sure there. (laughs) What you ended up predicting was that you and I would have our own pest dispensers. And so (laughs) I I have to say, I mean, we're we're a year out now. I I don't know when that that prediction was supposed to happen, but I'm quite disappointed I don't have my own pest dispenser. Damn it. Somebody page Captain Marvel. That's right. (laughs) 
you know, maybe, you know, the secondary B side is, you know, where's my Pepto-Bismol, you know, (laughs) the follow-up album is, you know, I pee when I giggle. And, you know, let's not forget the crowd favorite, Chitty Chitty Adult Diaper. Burger King Finland has a new online campaign out that shows BK's creepy king character enjoying an intimate lip lock with that all beef patty of a ginger known as Ronald McDonald to celebrate (laughs) Helsinki pride. Now, if these provocative visuals get any steamier, Rick, BK's going to end up with secret sauce spilling out of his sesame seed buns. (laughs) All I'm saying... (laughs) I mean, there are too many hold the pickles and I'll have it your way jokes. Not enough time. Oh, man, that was good. Joking aside, I, you know, we do commend the campaign at BK for doing this and for Helsinki Pride. My number two prediction is that AI will emerge as the new creative director. What, what, I what mean you talking about, Wooten? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's time for a Rick and Rick review of Shazam. With all the action and adventure. All the hijinks and hilarity. Plus a host of holy moly's, bullet immunities, all seven deadly sins, and the chance to put our hands on the wizard's staff. Wait a second. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh my god, you can ship my pants? I just ship my pants. <laughs> Are you augmenting my reality, Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I just have five words for you, Rick. I'm ready. I want to hear it. That's right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. In a Rick and Rick exclusive, Rick Wooten will now sing Never Ending Story as part of the Stranger Things Challenge. And go. And so he started to say, you know, well, I'm going to. And then he got stuck and he kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to over it, over it. I'm Rick Matheson and I am joined as always by mi amigo Rick Wooten. It's a little Spanish for you, Rick. I think it either means my friend or the eagle squawks twice on Tuesdays. I'm not completely sure. Yeah, no, I don't know the words. I'm oh, sorry. Man, are you serious? But you can, you can, you can certainly serenade us. Well, you know the way Susie Poo and Dusty Buns sang the song, I couldn't really make out the words. But, but oh I, my god, I think it went a little something like this. Next up, the official Rick and Rick review of Spider-Man Far From Home. That's right. All the web-slinging action, all the eye-popping special effects. Plus all the Peter tingles your spidey senses can handle. (laughs) That's not right. According to IndieWires, there is a new sci-fi thriller called B. It's being touted as the first movie in history to be led by an actor who is an AI robot that is not Tom Cruise. According to the pub, B, and it's literally just the letter B, and it's the lowercase letter B, follows a scientist scientist who must help an AI robot he created reach freedom after a program he designed to perfect human DNA has dangerous consequences. Now, to put more succinctly, life's a bee and then you die. (laughs) I'm still recovering from our last episode about all the parents naming their kids after Game of Thrones characters, (laughs) all the Theon and Shares. I kept having like these visions of like, all these little hoders running around with saggy diapers. You know, hoder, hoder, hoder. Melt yeah. that iron throne down and get some little iron porta potties out here so the little hoders have a place to unhode. I, I'm going to one up you. Are you ready? Okay. Did you see the trailer for cats? Oh, jeez. Talk about a movie we don't need. No, I would just love to see the cast of Black Panther perform Cats. I think that would be interesting. (laughs) Slow down. Pull back. 
and appreciate your surroundings. He's like, Dad, when you when you were growing up, you didn't have the internet. So when you wanted to play games with your friends, how did you connect to them? <laughs> Turn around. Look at what you see. Stop the car. I gotta take a lead. You you probably heard about the pilots flying into LAX, getting all miffed about the guy in the jetpack flying around at 3,000 feet, zooming past the jet airlines. Well, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> I swear. I mean, that is a lesson I do not need to learn a fourth time. Oh my God. It's barbecue and it's pizza. It's barbecue pizza. And we put a jalapeno on it. It's now spicy barbecue pizza. <laughs> Do you know what year they introduced the shamrock shake? I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an. Now, see, now we've officially become back in my day. We couldn't wear shorts to school. We didn't have no newfangled air conditioner, you little snowflake. They said they're Muppets. They have no sexuality. I don't see Grover or Beaker or Scooter getting many dates. <laughs> But if you're going to say that Muppets aren't sexual, somebody better tell Miss Piggy, because I don't think she got the memo. Well, you know, going going back to our childhood, I mean, I'm sure you remember the Shamrock Shake at, at McDonald's. Totally. You remember that? Love the and Shamrock so I, Shake. Totally. I imagine. And they had other special flavors, too. That's just the one that I, that I liked. I was a big fan of the color green, and yeah, I'm <laughs> Irish, so I was like, hey, I love it. <laughs> if you sing that song again, I'll stab you in the eyes. Hope to never have to hear another stinking never ending story i'm rick matheson and i am joined as always by my bfarf rick wooten that's best friend also named rick forever captured within an acronym that comes just a little too close to reading as barf so i'm an i'm an i'm an i'm an have you ever done a time capsule no no i mean as a kid we used to bury stuff in the backyard and then dig it up a few months later but that's not really <laughs> time <laughs> yeah, but the unfortunate thing is most of the time, somehow moisture gets in them or gets trapped in them. And so a lot of the perishable stuff ends up going away. So Are you trying to tell me that the pot brownies aren't going to last? That's <laughs> the problem. I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an. Story. <laughs> Just got me. I'm like that. I'm not totally sure, but I think, be... I think that's, I think that's really close. I think that's really close. All right. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. This is a fun story. So, uh, uh years ago, uh, uh, no, I'm not going to tell you the story. I'll tell you the story <laughs> afterwards. And then the other thing is like, Oh, you know, we got to be careful because millennials have like these built in BS detectors. And I'm like, Oh my God, they've got built-in BS detectors, boomers and the, you know, GI generation, they've got to depend on those portable BS detectors that <laughs> yeah. carry around with them everywhere. One of the ones that I saw that I liked was pumpkin and spice roundup. So if you're going to kill your weeds, make sure it smells like pumpkin and spice <laughs> or the, or the old pumpkin and spice <laughs> or the old man <laughs> wants to attract the young ladies, I guess. Could you imagine everyone with these virtual reality headsets yeah. and like, Oh. They've got their own reality going on and they're mo making movements like they're, you know, Helen Keller trying to catch butterflies. <laughs> Yeah. It didn't exist before us. That, I think that's why we we love it. I think for later generations, it's the McRib sandwich, right? That's the you know special thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, I like those too. Make sure you can hear this. I'll put it up toward the mic. But uh, I'm going to open up the box of Lucky Charms inspired Lucky Charms. 
I'm going to pour some of it into this handy bowl I have right here. And I'm going to take out this bottle of Guinness. And now I am going to proceed to douse the Lucky Charms, inspired Lucky Charms, with this Guinness. All right. I think our beer of charms is done here. The breakfast of leprechauns, the beer that eats like a meal. Okay, here we go. Mm. It tastes oh. like feet. When you when you take one right out of the freezer and you unwrap it, the ice cream is soft. It's not hard, but yet the cookie is still crisp. And you know, the nerd in me wants to understand how that works. Yeah. And I, I want to master this and buy as many of these as I can and eat them often. I predicted that Google Parent Alphabet would just go ahead and change its name to dollar sign and, and that <laughs> didn't happen either. <laughs> they did not change their name to dollar sign, but instead I hear that they are thinking about calling themselves, hey, at least we're not Facebook. <laughs> As an homage to Albino Wonderland's ASMR for Artists, I've put together Rick and Rick's top five ASMR affirmations for creative directors. Because you need to say it to see it. Number five, this time the client will not want to make 97 minor tweaks to the mobile banner ad. <laughs> Number four, the client will be thrilled the million dollar augmented reality app that you created was downloaded by 14 different people. Number three, your edgy tattoos and artsy glasses really set you apart from somebody somewhere. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> winning the local patio totally makes up for missing the birth of your son. <laughs> and our number one ASMR affirmation for creative directors is the logo is as big as it needs to be. The logo is as big as it wants to be. The logo is as big as it's going to be, you mother f dumb <laughs> butt fungus of a clown. <laughs> so those are our top five ASMR affirmations for creative directors who are apparently trying to build themselves up. It sounds like they're having a pretty bad time of it from our top five. So, but just remember, you need to say it to see it. And I don't drink coffee. So Starbucks is out. You don't so. drink coffee. How did I not know that? How did you not know that? Wow. What's wrong with you? I know. I <laughs> the know. show is over. Forget it. We're done. <laughs> And with that, it's time to bring our third season to a bittersweet conclusion. Be sure to tune in next time for the season four premiere of the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. <laughs>